Welcome to the Change Book Podcast. My name is Rachel Best, and this is our co-host. I'm Nicole Harvick, and this is the Change Book Series. It is the fastest growing self-empowerment book series on the planet. This spans over 30 countries, and we now bring them all together in a powerful podcast destined to change people from all corners of the globe. So go ahead and grab your pen and paper because our guest today is going to share a lot of amazing tips and inspiration that you're definitely going to want to write down. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Change Book Podcast. I have another one of our amazing co-authors on today, and I can't wait to get to know her. I've I've read a little bit about her. I've looked at her website, but talking to her is going to be so exciting. So I'm just going to give you a little, little bit about her. She is a life coach. She is a well-being coach. She is a primordial sound meditation. She, she teaches primordial sound meditation. And I, for one, I don't know what that is. So I'm really looking forward to jump into that. So our guest wears many hats and her name is Renu Sethi. Welcome Hi. today. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you. Yeah. Good, good. And, and I'm looking at all of this that, that you do and just... A few short years ago, you were in India. Is that correct? Yes. I born and brought up in India, basically uh, Delhi. I'm from New Delhi. Yeah. Okay. What, you know, I've moved to states within the United States, and I feel that that is pretty brave. But when you're moving from India to the United States, tell us what that was like for you. So actually, basically, we were very well settled in India. So we got very big business, very nice house. Everything was settled. So all of a sudden, my husband applied in 1986 for the green card, immigration. So we were very cool. So he sometimes he visit to the you know embassy to see the what number is going on. He said it might not come, maybe like 10, 20 years. So all of a sudden, we got letter from the embassy and we thought our immigration is there. In my mind, I thought I got visa for us and i can go frequently <laughs> i was not aware of so many things so first time we came here in 2000 as an immigrant green car holder mm-hmm. so it was very exciting for me we went all over us we spent three months here east west coast all over with our small kids we had a great time you know then we went back to home and after a few months my husband said now we have to go back again I said, for what? He said, every every few months you have to go there and like supposed to be 180 days, you have to live in U.S. I said, this is not going to happen. It's very hard with small kids and you have a business here. We prolonged like five, six years. And my elder daughter, she passed school and I sent her first to my sister. She got admission in UCSD. She stayed with my sister for two years. Then after that, 2007, my younger kids, I have a twin second issue, boy and a girl. So they were in 10th standard. I said, I'm not going to go. Their studies is like, it's very hard. So my husband says, just we we bought small condo in between just to have little property here. So he said, we have a house there. Why don't you go? So in my mind, I said, okay, education purpose, it's fine. So we took this step. With already my elder daughter was here and my younger kids, I moved here in 2007, April. 
but never nothing i didn't aware of anything about the us it is like a different country different culture different everything was so different and i was by myself although my sister was here few family was here but you know few things you have to go through by yourself although yes. they were their support is there but still day to day challenges were so high at that moment because my kids they were in teens yeah elder daughter she was struggling in the college because it was different culture study system was totally different and you know culture way of talking way of eat everything was different like little little things so we start adopting but my younger daughter she was not ready to adopt few things it took her like one or two years and it was big challenge for me i cut off all my friends my home i was in the business fully involved in the business i was going regularly going to the office there so it everything like stopped and restart like new life and it took me so many years to adopt although i i did it but it was really hard on me because my husband he was in india because of business and i was alone with my you know all social circle gone everything gone you know so it's rebuilding everything it's not easy i start going to my temple like making friends but my kids they sometimes they were not comfortable because they were in teens they said mom this is not for us so it was like communication gaps becoming larger and larger with my husband because he's typical indian and i moved to us it's a very freedom it's a free country right yes it's opportunities are there but it's a very free country it's a different concept so my kids they start adopting things but for me it was big challenge from my inside heart so it was very hard on me i start getting little bit i think I didn't go to any therapy or any psycho anybody but I still I was feeling I'm kind of lonely from inside so I'm not happy so I don't know what to do I was very in different situation so you know one of my friend came to I was visiting India and came to my house and she saw my face and she said why don't you do this workshop and I just want to say one thing before coming here I was involved in the meditation before I did in India. I was I, from my, my childhood. I was into all these things. You know, my mother she was very spiritual, so I've seen this kind of atmosphere at home. So I was in the group that also broke because I moved here. She said, "Why don't you do this workshop?" That was based on Louis Hay two days workshop. So I said, "Okay, I'll try that." So I went there. He said, "She said." you will stay in the hotel i said i never stay in the hotel all alone by myself i never did these kinds of things so she said okay then she called that teacher babu gil she's my one of my mentor she said oh she can stay at my place and she welcomed me at her own house so those two days and changed my life totally oh. and one of the there were 45 people and one of the men came to my came to me and hold my hand he said have you seen your face in the mirror i said what happened to me he said your face is so sad it's like you're dying every moment so that's say this is not me why i am suffering for what reason so then i just set my mind i'm going to live my life joyfully no matter what any situation come in my life 
it's not only about the survival it's about the thrive like i want to thrive in my life i really want to enjoy every moment then i set my mind after that i never ever look back then mm. i hard doing all courses and teacher training and i was going everywhere all kinds of meditation i did or wherever i feel comfortable i change my group i change my you know surrounding wherever like like minded people i start searching for that those kinds of people i join so many groups so this i see people are so beautiful you know yes we always hesitant to ask for help you know somebody come to me i am ready to give help but if i need something i will not ask so louis hey told me there is no shame in asking help i love that so i start like opening up you know myself so ask oh how i can do this is it good so i was just be more flexible and gentle on myself so it gives me more opportunity it gives me so many things like different opportunity in my life which ever i never even thought of that moment then i say oh life is so beautiful so i start living and loving and adopting and then still i moved here in 2007 and my elder daughter got married in 2012 I got married very young, so my daughter got married. She was twenty-five, so still I was struggling going here. Then, then I said, "What I'm doing with my life? I'm in like I'm always in jet lag, because in one year I'm traveling three, four times, house to house." I said, "What I'm doing? This is not for me." Then I said, "Adopt one thing." So, by chance, my husband got some problem in business, and we got this opportunity to this immigration. in us so with that moment i set my mind i'm going to mentally physically and with my heart going to settle down in us oh. so then i see everything is so beautiful i love my i love india i love us like it's totally different concept every people you meet you feel they are so beautiful they give you so much so many things in one line Yes, yes it is. And you know, you mentioned one thing that I that I want to touch upon because I resonate with it so deeply. You said that that a gentleman came up to you and said he sees your sadness. Yes. At that time when you looked at yourself in the mirror, did you see that sadness? Actually, I saw in my eyes. Your eyes. Yes. I saw there is no life in my eyes. They are so like like they're so sad there is no happiness in my eyes it's face always smiling but eyes they they tell you what what you are from inside you know and they do and you know when they say it's the window to the soul that's really probably one of the the biggest truths i've ever learned because i had to go through healing also and as i reflect back i had no idea i was in pain i had really no idea i was sad i yeah. knew i wasn't optimal but i didn't realize how deeply mired i was in in sadness and pain so when you said that i i just wondered a lot of us don't see it i'm i'm glad you did because if you it, when i look back it's the eyes that i look at that give it away for me also even in my coaching in my all this process i always advise and always recommend mirror work to each and every person so because mirror is one thing which can give you your own reflection and you know what you're going through 
and I met so many people, they can't even see their own face for a few seconds even. They're so afraid. Yeah, that's, that's so true. And we, you know, here, living here in the United States, some of my, we're, we're conditioned to press things down, you know, and, and I know that I did that and kept that false sense of everything's wonderful when at times it wasn't. And, you know, that just does not serve you. Yeah. in reflection. So I've really learned not to do that anymore, but it, it can be very painful if you're suppressing all your emotions. And I'm curious, did Lu, did you meet Louise Hay? Was she teaching? No, I, I, no, I didn't get a chance. Although, oh. you know, I did my course in India. Look at that. Then I just started doing Google. I saw she's living in Carlsbad and I was living in San Diego also. Still here, oh. I'm in San Diego, just a few miles away from her. Oh my gosh, what an awesome <laughs> no, I'm, I know I met Patricia and so many there. Oh, they were very attached with the Louise. I met them. I still, I went to, still, I, we did so many things together. But, you know, I missed to meet Louise. Yeah. Oh, darn. Yeah, she was she was a spectacular lady. I, I never got to meet her either. But, you know, her, she lives on. She lives, <laughs> she absolutely lives on. And I would really like to know about your primordial sound meditation because I do not know what that is. Okay, basically, you know, I was also in the meditation bus, but I was doing different kind of meditations. So, you know, when the COVID hit actually. So before that, I was planning to do more, like I spiritually, I want to enhance myself. I want to know more about it because Louise always say, whatever you feel, just do it. So meditation I was doing, but I was not really like, don't know about too much about it. So I just saw Deepak Chopra, that one ad or some, I read somewhere and I read his book, you know, Seven Spiritual Laws. So I really liked that book. So I said, why, why I just joined something. So they were recommend the online course for primordial sound meditation. Actually, primordial sound meditation is a like, uh, it's a sound meditation which has only vibration but no meaning like om soham aham these kinds of words which has vibration but no meaning so these words we use to concentrate and to just to keep go into the silence they help you to go into the silence so i we help people to give them the you know sound their astrological chart it's mm -hmm. the sun and moon, their position according to that. I don't do it. At their site, we just give them the information and they gave us the word. And then we give it to the people. That, that's really helpful because this things has so much vibration and you connect to yourself, inner self, very fast. So this is one of the meditations. There are so many meditations, right? There are so many fields. There's so much in the world. But I like this one because this connect to myself. Mm -hmm. I connect to my soul and I got the glimpse of silence. It's not like I'm always in the silence. I'm always this. We are humans, right? We are living in the environment. Yes. So I do get distracted whenever I get distracted. So I just do that meditation. It's recommended that morning and evening. I try to do two times, sometimes one time, but still today I'm doing that. And I really love that and recommend to each and every person. Oh, and you know, I, when you said so hum, when I used to take yoga, when I lived in Arizona, we had those chants, 
Yes. And we would chant it in our yoga to go deep inside. So maybe I have experienced it somewhat and I just never knew it. All I know is that when you talk about deep inside, it, it like resonates with your soul. Yes. So that that's amazing. So when you've been doing that, but what led you into your, your well-being coach and your life coach? I'm curious. So about that. I did life coaching from Louis Hay. So there are steps like first I did my own workshop, then I did teacher's training. So I want to help people, you know, basically. Because teaching is different, but coaching is little different. You're listening to people. Yes, very so important. important. So it's very important. I was I was always a like talker. So in this coaching process, I start learning how to listen to the people. So it's really amazing because everybody has their own solutions, but they don't know. When they start talking, they have questions. They have their own answers inside. Absolutely. So, so just to aware, like give them awareness, like you have your own answers. Just follow those from inside your gut feeling. So when people, they realize that then the outcome, what outcome comes, it's really beautiful, actually. And people, they feel amazed because they know the answer. They know everything. But... I we just guide them or just we just train them kind of like to follow that. So there are like certain tools for that. So I help people for that, basically. Yeah. And, you know, finding our own answer is so important because no one they can they can give us they can lead us to clues or they can tell us what they think. But when you realize you're equipped with everything inside of you, that's just that opens a whole new world for you. You know, if you can just maybe be quiet enough to listen to what's going on inside, yes. that's really the key. And I learned that, too, because I was listening to everyone, you know, yes. oh, you should do this or you were meant to do this or and it's like, mm, I, I don't I don't think so. I don't yes. think so. But, you know, sometimes that's even counselors that you go to. Yes. And and it's like, but that. I, I've never even thought of that. And I don't like the sound of that. Oh, but that's what you need to do. So your way is so much more effective. Yeah, basically, we follow that six pillars. Like I've, I've done from Deepak Chopra also. First, I did the primordial sound, then Ayurveda, then the coaching. Now I'm enrolled for the yoga training. So it's starting on September 20th. I all, already doing breath work with my clients. So basically, that six pillars that gives you like meaning and these kinds of thing in your life there are meditation emotions even sleep yes. because we are sometimes we don't even sleep right so there are like moments in your life what type of moments you need to do so there are so many things in your life like little little things when you start adopting in your life it's so easy life is very easy actually but we make it complicated oh. we we are our own obstacle no truer words, <laughs> no truer words. And you try to tell that to someone. And, and again, they're looking every place but where they need to. So I love that you said that. That's so <laughs> accurate. And, and, you know, there's so much conditioning. I don't know if there is in India. I mean, obviously, you started with meditation. I didn't learn that, about that till later or didn't you didn't understand how important it would be in my life. Yes. And I always tell people they should teach that beginning in kindergarten, you know, just I, I, even if it's five minutes of just laying there in, in your silence and your stillness. Yeah. It's so important to sit with yourself. 
it's so important in your life. We are sitting with everyone. We are like engaging on the digital world all the time, phone, laptop, everything. But we are not sitting with ourselves. Just give yourself some moment. So then you will feel everything is like if you have sometimes you have a situation and you become an observer of the situation, it's totally different. Then there is no situation. Yes, that's so wise. I'm so glad. I'm so glad you said that because people don't people are so conditioned like to listen to respond and to keep talking when in fact sometimes less is more and i think sitting in silence could be considered a superpower you yes. know for, for what you'll learn and what you'll absorb from from you and yeah. there's no one better to learn from yes you know, we always put finger like this if we finger like this ah. it's different <laughs> <laughs> absolutely absolutely yeah. and and i learned that i'm, I'm not going to say a long time ago but when i started my healing journey and everything you're talking about was so beneficial to me you know i i you can heal yourself with all these modalities you know yeah. yes. so i i love that you're talking about this and then and then you're a, a well-being coach is that different from like doing the meditation? Is that knowing what they eat? And yeah, basically I did this from under the Deepak Chopra and it was really intense in the middle of that. I really want to just because it was so much your own process when you're doing this because you're, you are yourself going through a process. So I did it with four volunteers and they were like, one was two were really close to me and two were they were not. But after the process, I see them and still today they are doing thank you to me. Oh. So it's not me. It's like my wisdom, teaching, knowledge, these things all together, you know, from all over the till today, what I have done in my life. So the, those people, they say we needed at that time those kinds of teachings. That's oh, a point. So, you know, synchronicity come, opportunities comes automatically when you want it. When you, you're open for it, they don't come. If you're not open for it, you can't even see if they're lying in front of you. Oh, so, so true. Yeah. So syncretic, it's always there, but we have to be open and empty from inside. Have to have space to accept that. Right. And and that comes with the healing is, is how I feel about it. If you can get, if you can release a feeling of like anger, Yes. You've opened a space there for something good to come in. Yes. You can release that sadness. You can put love back into your space. Yes. And, you know, who wants to carry those negative emotions in your body? Because I'm sure you and I both know those will make you sick eventually. Yes, of course. So sometimes I feel, you know, I'm like I have kids, I have grandkids, I have like husband, family, everything. I do get angry. Sometimes I do get frustration. I do get everything. But immediately now I know I have to process myself. I have to heal myself. So I see, then I start doing journal. So I see what's happening with me, why I'm doing this. So this happened because I go through all this in my life. So now any situation come, I start doing journal and I start writing. I love to write for my own things, you know. So what is going on with me? So why I'm behaving like this? Now I become more conscious because before there was no awareness. Now I'm aware of my emotions. So when you're aware of your emotions, then you you can change your thoughts at that moment. 
I don't need this thing in my life. I can switch. Yes. yes. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's easier than people think. It's just that if it's new to them, I feel like they don't want to try it. You know, they don't want to try something new. And, you know, even sometimes with my dad, he'll say, well, I like being angry. <laughs> why? I, you know, why do, why do you like that feeling in your body when you compare it to love? It, you know, I mean, they're complete opposites. So what you're teaching is, is absolutely, in my opinion, so critical to yeah. where we are right now as human beings. Yeah, because and, nowadays intelligence work a lot. And intelligence sometimes gives you arrogance. And, you know, you get, you possess, start possessing things. So if you go with the flow and ease, so it's different. You, you will do all those work, but you're doing it. It's not, there is no like question mark, you're, you cannot grow, you, some people they grow, they, they can achieve. It's, it is important in your life to, you have to have growth. If you want to have something in their, your life, it's, it's okay because you need it, right? Oh, absolutely. So, but, but you're labeling yourself with that. I am that, I am this. So that when you just, you achieve everything, but don't label yourself and live in the present moment, then it's different. Absolutely. And I think that that too comes with the power of surrender. Yes. Surrender. Yeah. And one, one is very critical topic is forgiveness. I People love forgiveness. Just walk away. How can I do that? They did so bad to me. They just immediately walk off. They don't like this line sometimes. And, and it's it's interesting because I, I have run into so many people that will not forgive. I will not forgive. <laughs> and, and that is so critical to your well-being, to the ascension process of rising your vibration. And, and I think a lot of times it's misunderstood because they yeah. feel like they're condoning that act when, in fact, it's not for the other person. It will it is and it will always be for you. Yes, it's like you're getting freedom. Yes. When you start forgiving people, you're getting freedom. People they are not aware of. They just stuck in that mod, you know, at that moment in the past. So yeah. it's very essential to forgive. Because right. for, yes, if you need freedom in your life, if you really want to heal and process your emotions and your feelings, it's very important. And, you know, I always tell people when I talk about it or coach someone with forgiveness, it's if that person did that to you, chances are they didn't care about you that much. Chances are they're no longer in your life and chances are they might not care or they might not remember. So why are you still carrying that which they projected onto you? And, and sometimes they get it. Sometimes they don't. Yeah, basically you're holding two people, yourself and other. It's not you're holding other people, you're holding yourself too. So when the people understand, oh, it's I'm torturing myself, I'm not gentle on myself, then they start, then this thing comes in them, then they start forgiving. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You are just full of knowledge and, and it, you know, it, our time is almost up and you've been an absolute pleasure to talk to, but, but could you leave the audience with maybe a, a specific nugget to enhance this journey on this planet. Thank you very much. Thank you, Nicole. Thank you.
Okay. And would you tell people how to get a hold of you? I would love for people to be able to reach out for you. An email or... Yeah, email is there. It's connect at renuceti.com. Mm -hmm. And my phone number is 858-405-0044. Even my FB page, if they do miss message to me, I always respond. Okay. Renuceti official. Yeah. My Instagram, yeah. my FB page. Yeah. Well, thank you. You've been a wonderful guest. I've learned so much from you. And that's, I think that's the beauty of the Change Book podcast. Yeah, I, love I, am, I am in the process of learning. And I now know that I want to continue learning for the rest of my life. And I, I appreciate you being on here and for being a bringer of wisdom to our group. Thank so, you. Thank you very much. Thank you, Nicole. Thank you. You're you. You too. Thank you everyone for joining us today. I'm Nicole Harvick and this is my co-host, Rachel Best. And we look forward to seeing you again next time.